episode 16 of Milk's favorite podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. We are just one email from Mr. Nabisco away from being the official Oreo Review Podcast, and Michelle, I haven't checked our email today, have you? Randy, do you think we should ask Mr. Nabisco if he wants to sponsor us? So I, well, I guess this is a story for another day, but I did, sort of. I'll tell the story in a different story of section. All right. Well, we'll be waiting for that story. By the way, I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And every episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo, and we rate it in each of eight different categories. At the end of it, we add everything up to see just how good this flavor of Oreo is. And today is a very special episode. And Michelle, why is it a special episode? Today we are reviewing our first Oreo Thins. (laughs) I think for a while we thought we would never need to because there would be so many different types of Oreos that we would never run out. And to be fair, we don't need to. There are lots and lots of non-thin Oreos that we have not reviewed, but this Oreo is a little bit special. First off, Michelle, what is this Oreo? This is Pina Colada Oreos. And why is it special? It is the third and final of the My Oreo Creation Oreos that we needed to review. Uh, just as a reminder, hashtag My Oreo Creation was a, a promotion, is a promotion because it's still going on, where Oreo and Mr. Nabisco personally solicited flavor ideas from the people. Mm-hmm. And the people sent Mr. Nabisco and his food scientists flavor ideas. The top three became real Oreos that you can go out and buy in a store. Those were Cherry Cola, Kettle Corn, and Pina Colada Thins. We've already reviewed Cherry Cola and Kettle Corn, so you can check out those reviews. And now we're doing the final third, and you can vote on which of the three you think is best, and uh, you enter to win some kind of movie-related prize. I don't know what the link there is, but that's what you can win. And uh, do you know what happens to the winning Oreo, Michelle? Oh, I I do not know. Maybe it becomes a normal flavor? That would make sense. Maybe. I have noticed that I think they've expanded the normal flavors that they have. Because it used Mm. to be, even maybe a year ago, when we were kind of kicking around the idea of this podcast, you didn't really have flavors that were were perennial, evergreen flavors. Um, Each one kind of had a season, at least that I noticed. But now, Red Velvet... Cinnamon bun, by the way, cinnamon bun still sitting at the bottom of our pile of Oreos. <laughs> so that's your cinnamon bun update. Uh, mint is another one. Uh, mint review like forthcoming. Mint. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but there's a bunch of them now that are kind of just always there with the regular and the double stuff mm-hmm. and the golden lemon. Lemon's another one. Mm. So yeah, maybe it'll become a uh, an evergreen flavor. I don't know, but if you want to go vote. Go vote, see if you can win that prize, and we'll keep you updated on the outcome of that if you're not following it. Where can you vote, Michelle? MyOreoCreation.com. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Just Google. Oh, interesting. It's a Mondelez promotion. Well, Mondelez is the parent company. Yeah. That's why all our international Oreos are Mondelez, not Nabisco. Okay, so just search My Oreo Creation Contest and you'll get it. Yeah, you're listening to a podcast. You know how the internet works. So... I guess that's our Storio for today. No, that's not our Storio. Our Storio is just Thin's experience. Thin's experience, yeah. Have you ever had a Thin before? I have. 
Oh. I think I've only had thins once. I've never had a thin. It was, they're just, it was just a regular thin. Just, you know, no flavor. It was, uh, I think when they first came out, somebody brought them to uh, either a party or uh, maybe I I used to have an RPG group that we would bring food to and maybe somebody brought them there. And I remember thinking, yeah, this is an Oreo. Because I think what they do is they pretty much preserve the ratio of cookie to cream. That seems important. Of, of a regular one or a double stuff? I don't know. I think when you have that little, the it's like... Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. And the, the ratio is what's important, right? Because you can eat as many or as few Oreos as you want mm-hmm. to get the total amount of cookie and cream that you want. But the ratio, you know, if you have two pieces of cream for every piece of cookie, you can never have, you know, six pieces of cream in one cookie unless you're doing some kind of Frankensteinian stitching together thing. Okay. So my thoughts on thins, uh, again, not subject to our rating system. We may get to regular thins at some point. They're fine. They taste like Oreos. Okay. I'm well, sure I'll have more to say in the future. Yeah, I'm excited to try them. I, I Sometimes I want less of things. And so I like that there's an opportunity to have a little bit less or potentially more. Like I could eat twice as many of these and have it be the same amount. And maybe that would be just as satisfying because humans are super messed up and our brains are are real dumb. And maybe having two things that are each half as big is as satisfying as having two things that are twice as big. All right, let's do it. Our first category is name, which is pina colada Oreos. You speak Spanish, right? A little bit. I do. And there's that little tilde over okay, the end. Okay, so pin, pina colada. I just, Shouldn't you be rolling some kind of letter or something? Do I don't roll speak Spanish. An N? I no, don't you don't roll ends. It's just... Pina. No, no, no. no. It, it's, I'm just afraid that I'm going to do it wrong, so that's why I didn't do Okay. It. So pina colada Oreos, are you excited? I am excited. Do you drink pina coladas? No. Me neither. Do you know what goes in a pina colada? Is it pineapple and coconut? And rum, I think. And rum, okay. I think those are the main flavors. There might be some, I don't know. I don't really expect this to have any rum effect. Hmm, I don't know. I feel like you can get a rum flavor without any alcohol. It wouldn't be the complete rum flavor, but you have kind of that sweetness, dark sugar, brown sugar, molasses Mm. kind of sweetness. Okay, yeah, that seems plausible. Uh, coconut's not my favorite, which I think is why I don't drink them. Oh yeah, I hate coconut. I think coconut's fine, but I don't, I don't seek it out. For me, it's a texture thing. I don't like the texture of coconut, especially coconut flakes. Like a German chocolate cake? No thank you. Because the, the flakes just ruin the whole experience for me. Is that what that is? Like shredded coconut, yeah. Oh. Or maybe it's a black forest cake? I don't know. The black forest is What about is the flavor of coconut? Coconut is inoffensive, I guess. It doesn't really have much flavor. I totally disagree. I used to hate the flavor of coconut, but now I think it's fine. It has sort of this richness that can be really satisfying sometimes. Like a creaminess? A creaminess, like sort of fatty and it has that kind of like butter, but not mm-hmm. butter. So was this a, uh, your, your newfound like of coconut, was that a product of that thing you do with foods you don't like? Probably, yes. Can you explain to the people at home? Because I, I actually think it's a really good idea. So I used to be a pretty picky child. I didn't like spaghetti with tomato sauce. and What did you eat your tomato sauce with? Bread. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, there were a lot of other things I didn't like. I won't list them all. But at some point, I decided that I wanted to like all the foods. I just, I didn't want there to be a time where I was the picky one who said, I don't like that. I don't want to eat that, which I've now become picky in different ways. But <laughs> maybe partially be, being vegetarian and vegan for a little bit, it felt like that was the only way I was allowed to be picky was if I'm a vegetarian, I will eat any vegetarian food you will give me. And so I didn't want to be picky again. So I just would eat the food and keep eating it, purposefully eating it until I liked it. And in most cases, it works. I like green peppers and peas and... Spaghetti with tomato sauce. Spaghetti with tomato sauce, uh, coconut. I I think I might actually like this. I like coconut more with chocolate, though. But anyway, Mm -hmm. anything that I don't like, I just try to eat it as much as I can whenever it's available. Just in little bits, and eventually I like it. As someone who will put almost anything in his body that's not some kind of olive, I think it's a good idea. coffee. I, well, I'll like if if I have to, <laughs> I will drink coffee. I I've never gotten to the point of starvation, but I think I would have to be pretty close before I voluntarily eat an olive because so, olives are the grossest food there is. We're way off topic. The name of this is pina colada. Yeah, I feel like if I was still in college after turning twenty one, of course, I would be much more excited about this. That's fair. I got real into drinking and drinking culture in college and especially law school. And now I drink, I just drink less and I'm less into going out and drinking. Like one of my fondest purchases, I actually felt embarrassed to show my parents. So mom, dad, I'm sure you knew that I had something I was embarrassed about. Uh, But I bought a cocktail book, just like a cocktail recipe book by Dale DeGroff, who's a very famous bartender. And I, like, smuggled it back to college with me <laughs> uh, because I bought it over a summer when I was at my parents' house. And so I was I was really into drinking and drinking culture, and now I'm not. Now it's, it's just not that exciting, or not as exciting as it used to be. I am a little bit excited because I think Oreos do tropical flavors pretty well. I think it's going to be a good flavor. And they don't do them that often. I'm kind of excited about it. Do you remember mystery Oreos? Yes. Do you remember how you hated them? Yes. Are you worried? No. Okay, great. I think the the coconut is going to mesh with the fruit very well Mm -hmm. and balance out that craziness that happened in mystery. Okay. I'm going to give it a 12. Yeah, it's as much as... I would have been excited about this name earlier in life. The idea of Oreos tackling a pina colada is very interesting to me. So while I'm not thinking, I don't see pina colada Oreos and think, oh, that's my new favorite Oreo. But I do see it and think, oh, that's an Oreo I want to try. And that's what the name is for. I think 12 is absolutely right. Our next category is packaging. And honestly, it's it's fairly different. Mm -hmm. It's... It's just a radically different shape than the other Oreos. I think that's because it's a thins. Yeah, I think so too. Normal Oreo packaging, if the the like top down perspective is closer to being a square, this is probably twice as long as it is wide. Yeah. It's got the standard yellow for golden Oreos. This is a golden Oreo. It's taller. It's a taller package. So the whole thing is just much more rectangular. Michelle, you seem to be looking intently at the side. I can't see. What what you got? Oh, I was just 
I was just looking at everything. It does say pineapple and coconut flavored cream. It doesn't have anything about the rum. So mm. we might not get any rum. It might be a virgin pina colada. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah. They're serving... So so the uh, there's not an open Oreo on the front of the package. There's kind of two examples of thins. Behind the name, there is... Well, it looks like uh, some kind of tuliped glass, just full of a, a creamy white liquid that honestly does not look appetizing. It looks a, like milk. I don't like drinking milk. There's a pineapple wedge and a, a coconut husk. I don't know, like a little piece of coconut with the skin on still the brown part, which I guess is to identify it as coconut, because otherwise it would just be a white blob. There's some kind of tropical-looking leaf behind it. A red bendy straw. I like the bendy straw. I appreciate that. Tuliped glass is a little bit weird. And do you drink pina coladas out of a tuliped glass? I have no idea. I really don't think I've ever had one, to be honest. Hmm. So I'm looking very closely at the the cup of pina colada. And it looks like, and Michelle, see if you see this also, either my eyes are playing tricks on me or it looks like that cup has ice in it. You can kind of see some, some darker spots that look just like ice at the side of the glass would look. Sure, yeah. That's cool. That's cool attention to detail. Sure, yeah. I have good news and bad news about another aspect that is on uh, most Oreo packages. Can you guess what it is? The lift tab. I wasn't even going to mention it, but this lift tab looks very easy. It's totally <laughs> on top. It's already a little bit popped out. Mm-hmm. Just the tab part, not the seal part. No, it's the calories. So there's 150 calories per serving in these. So, you know, the, the more caloric Oreos have 150, the less have 140. But a serving here is four. Yeah, because they're two. half the size. Yeah. That's the whole idea. You yeah. You eat twice as many. Right. In one serving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought you would react more to that. I guess I already talked about it. There's two ways you can you can market something like this though, right? This could be like diet Oreo, where the serving size is still two cookies, but it's half the calories. They chose to keep the calories the same and just increase the serving size. So it's for people who want to eat a lot of one thing, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Calling them thins really makes it seem like they're going for that thin person or the person who wants to be thin. Right. It seemed, by calling them thins, it seems like it would be the diet Oreo. Yeah. So I'm, it's curious to me why they didn't just say, like, half the calories of normal Oreos. And maybe there's some kind of legal thing where a serving size has to be a particular amount. You know, so, so, much, so many grams or whatever. I have no idea. I don't know either. What do you think of the package? Uh, I think it's fine. It's not one of the better packages we've seen. It's not one of the worst ones. I think it's functional. It doesn't. It doesn't do nearly as much to pique my interest as the name does. I think I'd probably give it like a an eight point five. I think I like it more than you do. It feels like a summer glass that's kind of refreshing. Although this Oreo is not going to be refreshing, but I'm going to give it a nine. The next category is smell. I think it's your turn. I think you say that every time. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right, fine, I'll open it. This lift tab looks like a joy. I think I'm getting some smell and I didn't bring it I didn't bring it up to my nose. Oh, yeah, that smell is permeating the room. I can't smell it. Let me take a close whiff. 
And pass it off. You can smell it. Oh, I do smell it. I'm not sure I smell pina colada. I definitely smell golden Oreo. I smell weird pineapple flavor. Hmm, let me let me try it again. Which smells almost like artificial banana somehow, but it's, it's still that artificial fruit. So maybe you're right about my problem with hmm. artificial fruit flavorings. Yeah, I guess I'm getting, there's like a kind of a sweet smell that I don't associate with golden Oreos. But there is, there's so much of that, that like just vanilla cookie smell, you know? You know what it smells like to me? What? Is children's sunblock. That's got that coconut yeah. fruit flavor, fruit smell. That's okay. what it smells like to me. Do you like that? I wish it wasn't coming out of my Oreo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does give you a feeling of summer because it smells like right. sunblock yeah. to me. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't necessarily want to eat that. Hmm. Well, you're going to. <laughs> Michelle just made a, a, such a sad face. Do you have a, a score for this? I mean, I give it a, a four. Whoa. I, I don't want to eat sunblock. I don't, I'm not getting the sunblock smell. I like that there is a big smell. Right now it's, I, I what would you say, two feet away from me? Mm-hmm. And I'm smelling it. I can smell it. The smell is in the room. It's exactly the, well, not exactly, but it is much closer to the magnitude of smell that I want than most Oreos are. Uh, by the way, if you hear some stomping in the background, we got new upstairs neighbors, and they have a baby who is learning to walk. Or run. Or or run. So good for that baby. You know, keep on going. It doesn't cry a lot, which is very nice, but it uh, it stomps. It does usually cry right after lots of stomping, so I'm sort of curious what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, but anyway, it's a strong smell. I like that it's a strong smell. It's a tolerable smell for me. I think I'll give it uh, another 8.5. Our next category is appearance. And these are thin. They're very thin. <laughs> the cookies, each cookie is thinner than a normal cookie. The amount of cream is thinner than the normal amount of cream. It doesn't look like half, honestly. It looks like more than half to me. It does look like more than half. It's probably more than half. Yeah. Because it seems hard to cut an Oreo cookie in half. Yeah. That would just be nothing. Yeah, I agree. They feel bigger also, like in radius. Hmm. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think it's true. I think it's just the ratio looks weird. Yeah, because they're, they're, if they're the same radius, then it's twice as long as it normally is yeah. relative to the, the height. You know how in golden Oreos we usually have that kind of darker brown around the edge i'm yeah. not really getting that no me either which is nice um you know the my crimping is kind of light uh the the like clover stuff kind of light hmm. i don't know yeah not, not a lot to say about it i mean it's thin yeah it's it is sort of thinner than i expected it to be somehow but also thicker so i don't i don't know it's... <laughs> uh my cream's off center I'm ready to taste them. I want to I wanna get into this thing. Well, you got to give it a score first. All right. Oh, we have to open it still. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, six. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that it, but there's nothing... That seems real arbitrary, Michelle. There's not... Okay, it's... No, you're right. It's pretty good. It's very clean and neat. I'll yeah. give it a ten. Not a lot of dust places. It's definitely a competently put-together Oreo. I think I'll go with a ten as well. Our next category is ease of opening. Before we do this, can we make some on-air predictions? 
do you think thins will be easier or harder to open? Harder. Why? Because I think the cookie is going to be more fragile. Okay. And so I think the cookie is going to break. I agree that it will be harder. I think it will be harder to grip. Oh, okay. But I also think you're right. It's just not something I thought of before you said it. So how are you going to open your Oreo? You choose first. I'm going to twist. Okay. I'm going to pull. All right. Let's go with a twist. Oh, that's actually really easy, but it opened terribly. Mine opened pretty well. It was very easy. It was a little bit harder to grip. You're right. But they didn't break. I have about a quarter of my frosting on one, the other three quarters on the other. But look here, uh, like half the frosting lifted up. Yeah. And like it wasn't attached really and then came back down. And mine was kind of fine. I'm going to do another one. I, uh, I'm going to do a pull apart as well because I like the pull apart. Oh, no. Oh, it broke. It was very hard to grip, and the cookie broke in half. You see that line where the cookie yeah, broke and the frosting? but it stayed. It all stayed on, although, look, it did kind of lift up. I think the frosting is not as tightly bound to the cookie. That seems true. Like, I can just peel this right off. Yeah, which is interesting and neat, and maybe we should have saved the sculpture one for <laughs> today. Yeah, this but, would be good clay. Yeah. So, ease of opening, what do you think? Unless you want to open another one. Um, no. Mine was pretty easy to open, but yours were really bad. Do I score only mine? Yeah, we've been through this before. Oh, score I yours. forgot. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'll give it a, uh, 11. It was easy to open. It was easier to open than I thought it would be. But How does it compare to a regular Oreo, though? Harder. There's Well, there's so much range. Yeah, some true. Some Oreos are very, very easy to open, and some are very hard. This is probably towards the easy end, but it opens so badly. Uh, I... You know, it, this was not successful, I wouldn't say. I think I, I can't go higher than a seven, so I'll do six. Now it's the part that maybe you all, but definitely Michelle has been waiting for, taste. I, you know, I think I'm just going to peel the frosting off and taste the frosting by itself. I'm going to eat it all together. Oh, that didn't peel nearly as easily as I thought it would. Oh, that frosting is kind of nice. What do you think? I'm wavering between good and sunblock. It's tough. <laughs> hmm. I'm still not really getting sunblock. I am getting coconut and pineapple. I am getting coconut and pineapple. I'm just not a big fan of the artificial fruit flavors. Mm, and yeah. so the artificial pineapple is not really doing it for me. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it like you do. I'm not getting any rum. You getting any rum? No. Me neither. I didn't expect to get any rum. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Overall, though, I actually I kind of like it. I don't think this, if, if this wins and does become a year-round thing, I don't think it'll ever be my go-to. But if I think that I, I like, I'm buying two boxes of Oreos for some reason and I want to get different ones, it might be my second. Hmm. I do actually like the thin more than I expected to. Yeah. I don't really feel like I'm missing anything. I agree. I just had two and I like kind of want a third, but it's not sitting nearly as heavy in my stomach as two normal size Oreos would. And yeah. I I like mm, probably won't eat a third, not because I don't like it, but just because two is a good number of Oreos to eat. I like the lightness of it. The the cookie is is just sort of lighter. So you bite into it, it doesn't have that big 
crunch. You have to put all that effort into eating it. Just sort of quickly, <laughs> <laughs> quickly. Is eating Oreos too hard for you, It's Michelle? just, it, they're really big for, mem- for my mouth. Okay. So when I put it in my mouth, a whole Oreo in my mouth is like a lot of Oreo. Mm-hmm. As we saw, I think I could only fit three. Or was it two? I really can't fit a lot of Oreos in my mouth. So even just one is a lot. But this, it just feels nice. Like it's a nice size of food to put in my mouth. Should we change the joke category for today to how many thins can you put in your mouth? I'm considering it. Maybe we should. <laughs> we'll do thins another time. We already have a plan. I liked it. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's not... It. I, I think it's better than regular. I think just a regular plain old black and white Oreo. I'd probably rather eat this because it's, it's more interesting. Oh, I wouldn't. Definitely not. Uh, maybe not all the time, but if... Maybe not a whole box, but if you put this next to one of those at, at a, a shindig, I'd probably go for this before I went for the regular ones. Okay. I'm going to give it a, an 11. Wow. I don't like it nearly that much, but I don't dislike it as much as some of the other weird artificial fruits. So, hmm. I'll give it a 6. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to go higher there with that with I that don't really like it. Like I don't want to eat. I wouldn't buy it again. Okay. All right. Our next category is accuracy. And since neither of us have really ever had a pina colada. I'm sure I've had a pina colada. I just can't okay. summon the memory. I mean, I think in terms of, of getting pineapple and coconut flavor, yeah, it, it did it. well. I don't think that they taste like real pineapple or real coconut flavor, so I have a problem with that. Can we also call the category what its real name is, Michelle? Oh, where are you tricked? <laughs> oh, I might need to eat another one to decide if I'm tricked. <laughs> so when you eat this Oreo, think, am I eating an Oreo or drinking a pina colada? <laughs> Not tricked? No. Okay. It's close? How close to being tricked are you? Closer than my accurate, closer than my taste. I think I'm at like a, an eight. Yeah, I think that in terms of, like we said, the pineapple flavor being there and the coconut flavor being there... Yes, they got the two. I think in a pina colada, and maybe this is the addition of the rum, I feel like the whole of the pina colada is probably more than the sum of its parts, and the whole of this Oreo is not more than the sum of its parts. This tastes like you put some pineapple flavoring in and some coconut flavoring in, and they're not meshing together to do something interesting or flavorful. There's just those two flavors are present. So I, it's not tricky... It's probably not accurate to a pina colada, but it it is accurate to the idea of we have pineapple, we have coconut. That's not nothing. It's probably worth seven. Now our final category, which is not how many things can you fit in your mouth, but is what we're going to call, and hopefully this is not insensitive, the Braille test. I was never going to call it that. (laughs) Okay, what would you call it? I would call it, can you... Can you read it with your fingers? I'm trying to read what you wrote down there, but I can't decipher your handwriting. Can you read it with your fingers? Okay. Well, let's uh, let's because, take it. Because if you didn't know, Oreos have... Raised markings. And... Yes. So I guess we'll just we'll close our eyes and rub our fingers on some Oreos. I can't. Even the part that I know says Oreo feels like the rest of the cookie. It does all feel very... Similar. I can feel the edges. Yeah, the edge is different. But I don't know if that's because I know the edge feels... The edge should feel different, and I can identify when I'm at the edge, you know? 
Yeah, this is actually very surprising. I thought that I would be able to feel that circle in the middle with the Oreo in the in it. Mm-hmm. When it says Oreo, different from what do you call them? The the clovers. The clovers. It seemed like those would feel different. I think the the um, like line with the perpendicular lines coming off of it does feel different. Oh, but then I just looked at what I was touching, and it's not that. So, yeah, I thought I was feeling that too, and I looked, and I wasn't. That was just a random part of the Oreo, not even close. Yeah, I think there's just not enough down space. Everything is too up, and our fingers are yeah. not trained to really differentiate. We're not trained at all. No. Maybe it would be different if we had someone who was used to uh, reading Braille or, or similar. I don't know if there are other languages or, or writing systems like that. I don't know if they exist. But if they do, someone who is used to that might do a better job here. Maybe. But I agree. I mean, those usually have a lot more space in between them. Yeah. And the, the it's, I mean, it's just designed totally differently. Right? Yeah. With space in between things and just the shape of the thing, not with other. Th- right. The, the, the raised parts of the Oreo are not meant to convey information. Right. Besides aesthetics. That's true. But still, I thought that I would be able to feel it. Uh, but you couldn't. I couldn't. I'm disappointed. What's that worth to you? I can't read it at all with my fingers. I'm going to have to give it a one. Zero? Can we give it zeros? I, I guess. No, I, I don't, don't know. think so. I don't think we were at one to 12.5. I think every time we try to give a zero, we go, we we It's alternate. only happened one or two. Actually, I'm going to give it a two because I can feel the edges. I can feel the edges. I can definitely feel that it's not flat. I can't make out individual shapes or, or the pattern or anything, but I do feel texture. So I'm going to give it a a 2.5. I wonder if this would be different on a regular-sized Oreo, because maybe the shapes pop out more because it's bigger. That could be. It also would be a good excuse to just do all of our joke categories (laughs) twice, once for thins, once for regular. No, but I mean, when you look at these, so we specifically didn't talk about them earlier in appearance because we were going to do this. At least on one side of mine, they're very flat. Like, they're almost... Yeah. Yeah, there's there's less differentiation in height. Than I think we see in a lot of Oreos. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I agree. And we choose what, what our category is going to be before we look at the Oreos. So sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> we always learn something interesting, though. Yeah. I think they're almost always a little bit surprising even to us. You want to see if it bounces? We'll do it off the air. <laughs> so that is our final scoring. Uh, give us a minute and we're going to calculate up our scores. And while we're doing that, please do us a favor, head on over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a rating and a review. It really helps our metrics and synergy and branding and gets the word out to people so other people can listen to this podcast. And if you like it, share it with other people. That's all we ask. So my final score is 62. And mine is 65.5. I think that probably puts us in the category of mixed recommendation. Well, I feel like our recommendations usually just come from taste. (laughs) 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 Which I would recommend if you like artificial fruit, then you might like this Oreo. I think... Or if you really like the pina colada flavor. If you really like pineapple and... Yeah. Or if you like novelty... Or mm-hmm. have severe FOMO, because there's a good chance that pina colada Oreos never happen again. 
That's true. You're going to have to go get them soon. So if your Oreo budget is like ours, they definitely have a place. If your Oreo budget is more on the order of one or two boxes a year, or even one box a month, which is a big difference, maybe it doesn't have a place. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.com.